the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody, we're back. Episode 108 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that points at the world, has a laugh, points in the mirror, has a laugh, and we have live music. We're doing a Zoom episode today. Duddy B is in Myrtle Beach. I'm here in Southern California. I'm the co-host, Jake B. Let me introduce you to the host, my brother, guitar player, singer of the Dirty Heads, one of the two guys in Roman Duddy. He's the Duddy guy. You got it. Here he is, everyone. Duddy B. <laughs> wow. Right on. That is right. Episode 108. Wow, Jake. We are rolling right along. We're professionals we now. Have, we are. We are. Why We're not? We're super duper professionals. We have a fun, really fun show for you guys today. But before that, I just want to say thanks to all the people who have been leaving the ratings and reviews. Uh, it really does help. And we've been noticing coming in. So thank you. And if you were listening and you've been enjoying the show and you have not, uh, yet left us a rating, right? Please do. It really does help the podcast just get noticed and grow and, uh, and keep going on. So thanks again for those of you who have, and thank you in advance for those of you who are going to. Wow. And, uh, future <laughs> things. Yes. Yeah, future things. And uh, also, if you want to help out the show and get four extra episodes every month and a lot more fun stuff, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with daddy and you can sign up there it's five bucks a month to sign up but it really does help the show and you do get a lot of fun stuff like i said you get four extra episodes every month i do guitar tutorials for dirty head songs i'm posting all sorts of behind the scenes stuff from this uh high and mighty tour that we're on right now with sublime with rome and hyrie and you get a chance to ask me and jake q a questions that we will answer on the show and right. you will hear some of those later on in the show that's right yeah so enough of that but uh, tell them what's on the show we got coming on. Yeah, we got a great show. We got a lot of fun stuff. Jake has uh, someone who should be slapped. He's going to tell us about. I haven't heard it yet, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, he also got together with his old band, I believe, last weekend, and uh, they they had a little barbecue. His old band, HB Surround Sound, if you didn't know, and uh, they actually recorded a song, and we're going to get to hear that today. And we got some scary stories from listeners that have been sent in, and we have found something scary as well that we're going to tell you about. Um, yeah, lots of fun stuff coming up. So let's get into it. Let's get right into it, man. So um, how was the show last night? We know that it was rain filled. So how did it go, even though it was torrential? Oh, man, it was so much fun. Yeah, it was crazy. It was super dark, like all day long, which is black clouds in the sky. 
and it said it was supposed to be like raining and, and lightning all day and all night. So I was a little worried if the show was even going to go on because it was an outdoor, an outdoor venue. And uh, it did go on and there was no lightning, thankfully, because it would have stopped for that. But it was dumping our entire set. It was just dumping rain. And uh, these people did not care that it was dumping rain. They were rain. Aging. Honestly, uh, it happens all the time when, when, when we're on the tour. There's always a couple shows where it just starts to dump on the crowd. And you think that it would be like, oh, no, it's raining out. Like, everyone, no one gives a fuck. They start partying harder <laughs> every single time. It's awesome. So it was so much fun. So uh, thanks to everyone who did come out to those. And thanks to everyone who came out to the first two shows as well. I mean, all, all three of these shows so far uh, have been amazing. So it's felt so amazing to get back out there and play again. And it looks like everyone in the crowd's just having a great time. So feels good, Jake. Feels good. That's what this show's about. And you're yeah. right, man. When you go the east coast or the midwest it's weird because duddy and i are, are west coast boys and it i mean it doesn't rain where we live that much at all but it really does not rain in the summertime here i mean it's it's no. just hot desert every day so whenever the tours go back east or midwest in the summer it's a trip how much rain they get in the hottest time of year oh yeah weather's crazy yeah it wasn't cold out it wasn't cold oh hell no so it was just dumping rain so they were they were just partying you know they didn't care at all it was great but yeah well, right on. I'm glad everyone's having a great time. And, and then, yeah, you had mentioned earlier, do you have any more music news of any kind, Daddy? Or is that about it right now? I mean, that's really it. We, you know, just getting back into the swing of things on the road. You know, we're, this is the yeah. fourth day of the tour. This is a day off, actually. I'm just sitting in a hotel room here in Myrtle Beach. We have a show tomorrow. You know, it's, it's, it's wild, Jake. Uh, we are playing tomorrow in a house of blues. Myrtle Beach House of Blues. I know, right? We were like, wow. And I don't mean to say this to sound like, oh, we're so big or anything, but it's been a while since we played a, a smaller venue like that, you know? And the Myrtle Beach House of Blues, I mean, it's a smaller even House of Blues, I believe. I, I, it can't be more than a thousand caps, Dude, right? I don't know. That's amazing. Because I, I always feel like this, and I think a lot of people do, where you would love to see your favorite band in a smaller venue indoors oh, totally. yeah. and even for you guys and even for a wisner who's your guys's front of house sound i mean you can control the sound better in a tight oh, room yeah. so whoever's going to be at that show tomorrow is going to be stoked and let me ask you this study is that the house of blues that's right next to that like alligator pit it is Dude, yeah i've been here so in 2010 um People who've been listening a long time know I tour managed the Dirty Heads just for one year. Like you guys lay me down hit. You guys all of a sudden had these big nationwide tours and you didn't have any tour managers or anything. So, you know, my brother Dustin, he's all, Jake, do you want to come tour with us? So sure enough, I, for the first year I went with you guys and I'll never forget that venue because it's literally sits right on an alligator like sanctuary and you can run over there you can buy chickens throw them in the water and all these alligators come up and eat the chickens and i also remember this about that venue duddy the chickens are dead oh the chickens are dead guys yeah you're, you're not, not throwing okay. in live chickens <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i'm sure there's a sick bastard out there who would but not <laughs> duddy b but um also uh i remember after that show that a really 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 good magician came on to the bus. Do you remember that? Carl Michael. And he did a full magic he's, he's show. He's coming tomorrow. No fucking way. Yeah. I've kept in touch with him ever since. Oh, he was amazing. He's he really good. Onto the, he's great, dude. He killed it. And it was really cool to just sit on a bus and be like two feet away from a magician who's doing a lot of tricks. And I'm like, 
I don't know how he's pulling. Man, he did some wild shit. Yeah, I remember he did one where, uh, you know, oh, pick pick a card, you know, stick it in the deck, you know, and and then like he he threw up all the cards in the air and he caught just one of them and he's like, oh, is this your card? And I was like, no, that's actually not my card. And he goes, oh, that's weird. And he goes, wait, pull up uh, that window shade. And I rolled up the window shade and my card was on the outside of the glass on the window. Like I couldn't get it. It was stuck to the outside of the fucking window. It was just like shit like that. We were like, I don't get it. (laughs) It's like, we know that there's something happening there, but I don't don't get it. You know, it's crazy. And for the listeners too, if you're hearing some scratchy sounds and stuff, look, we're on Zoom and and poor Duddy. Duddy's got earphones in and the actual microphone part of his headphones is hitting his beard. It's, it's rubbing yeah, my beard. I left my, uh, my AirPods in my car right before I got into the airport. So that was a bummer. I had to buy these crappy little headphones. Yeah. Um, so I'll but, try and not move my head as much. But, uh, yeah, it's all good though. Oh, yeah. Your voice is coming through clear. So that's, and you guys, listeners too, we're, we're going to have microphones, you know, by the next time we do the show. So audio will clear up. We apologize. But, um, yeah. Okay, so... Myrtle Beach tomorrow on the Alligator Pits Sanctuary. That's going to be a fun show. That's a really cool Yeah, one. and uh, I'm like really looking forward to just that small, tight, packed in crowd indoor. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun one. So that will be very cool. And I'm sure I will head over to that alligator farm and I'll, I'll post some pictures on yes. the Patreon and stuff yeah, of the alligators tomorrow. Yeah. Super then, cool. But what's up with the uh, surround sound? How was that? Yeah, that was awesome. So a lot of people know, but some people might not. I had a band for several years. We started in 1999 we were called HB surround sound and we were probably mostly a punk band, but we definitely had a lot of reggae in there too. And we had ska and we kind of cultivated that reggae rock scene in our local area. And the dirty heads started performing with my, with our band in their early shows when they didn't have a band. And it kind of opened up the scene for a lot of people around here. So I was the drummer of that band for seven years. We broke up for five years and then I was, and then I, and then we got back together and I became the like front man singer and geez, we toured with the Dirty Heads. We toured with Sublime with Rome, Cypress Hill, Pennywise, like uh, Modest Yahoo, all the people in, in the scenes. Uh, and, and it was great. We had a nice three-year run. And then we all got married, started families. And, um, and anyway, we, we've hung out a couple times in the last, I'd say, seven years, but we had never played any music together. So, But we had an HB Surround Sound barbecue last Saturday just for us all to get together and bring the kids along and stuff. And we picked up guitars and basses and all that, and we played a song. We played Breakdown, which is one of the songs we recorded probably in like 2011 with Kevin Bavona from The Interrupters recorded that song with yep. us. So anyway... It was really fun. It was great to see all the guys uh, and girls and their wives and kids. Everyone was doing great. It was so fun to play a song. And I did record the song. Now, I just put an iPhone on a table and pointed it at us and, and recorded it. But the audio is pretty decent. And so later on in the show today, whenever we decide to throw it in, I will, we will have that HB Surround Sound acoustic performance of Breakdown. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to that, but I think uh, what I'm also really, really looking forward to is you telling me about this person that needs to be slapped. Okay, yeah, so you you should be slapped, guys. One of our favorite segments. Now, there's also a you should be shot. That's people in public are doing some real annoying stuff, but you should be slapped, this one, all right? And everyone listening, you guys know, every once in a while, someone's doing something outrageous, and you just want to 
slap them across the face and bring them back to reality. Well, I was at the pool in my apartments with my wife and my son yesterday, and we were hanging out and enjoying the pool. And a couple of ladies walk in, cute girls, whatever. The one with the drink in her hand walks over to the like steps, I guess, where you'd get into the pool. And she does that move. You know, she takes off her little sarong. So she's got her bathing suit bottom on and, and her top. And, you know, and then she's got the straw hat. It looks like two people that are just coming to chill at the pool. Mm-hmm. So the drink wielding young lady sits down and does that move where, where you sit down on the outside of the pool, but you got your feet in the pool on the steps. And, and she's like leaning back with both of her hands kind of straightened out on the ground behind her. Just real yep. casual legs. Just crossing. chilling. Absolutely. Having a nice day. Chilling. Couldn't be more chill. And um, she's got her straw hat on like so. And she's dipping her head down. Aviator glasses. Just every one of the checkmark Instagram look at me chilling. Of Southern California yes. girl. Move, right? All good. Then her friend walks over. Her friend is still wearing all her clothes. I'm talking shorts, T-shirt, buttoned up, everything. I'm like, oh, that's weird. She's not hanging. Her friend She's then. She's the camera take, girl. She is the camera girl, Duddy. You nailed it. Yeah. Not only does she, she, so she walks over and then the girl who's on the ground in the, in the pose hands her her camera. Of course. And then the other girl proceeds to take two or three pictures from above while the girl on the ground visibly poses in a certain pose with the drink sitting right next to her, you know, and then girl who's taking photo hands camera to girl on the ground, girl on the ground inspects it, slightly yep. unhappy with the angles, mm, rinse mm. and repeat two or three times. And I'm thinking, hey, they're going to get the Instagram post out of the way. And then it's- And then they're going to chill. It's time to enjoy the pool. No, Duddy. Never once chill. She, Never enjoyed pool. Once she's happy with the photo, she immediately stands up, having taken not a single drink of the drink, puts the sarong back on her, and they're gone. And my wife and I were just like, that was weird. There's a bunch of us at the pool. There was, they just walked out. So look, there's two things. This could be a, a magazine shoot, but I doubt it. They did an iPhone. It was an iPhone, Daddy. You're not doing yeah. it. So maybe she's was, an influencer. That's where I'm. It's like so. You guys don't believe a damn thing you see online. Here's where the you should oh, be yeah. slapped comes in. I don't want any of them to be slapped in the face. Look, they don't deserve to be harmed. They didn't do no. any harm to anybody. But I wanted to walk up behind phone camera girl. I was thinking I should slap the phone out of her hand. It's a hand yeah. slap, right? Slap yeah, yeah. the phone out of her hand. And then I'm envisioning the phone bounces on the ground. And then the girl who's sitting there is like, oh, no, 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 my phone. And then she reaches forward, knocking the drink over into the pool. And then as she reaches for the phone, she doesn't get it in time. Phone splashes into the pool. She leans forward. She then goes into the pool. And that's the kind of catastrophe. That's what you want. That's what I'm hoping for. So this is a you should be stuck. You guys. I'd like to think it was like a red drink. So then it would be like the pool would like have a little red around her like it looked like she's, there's blood in the pool around her oh yeah. there you go looking like a real murder had happened Duddy, it yeah. was in fact a dark pink drink mm-hmm. uh, ice cubes in the drink and actually some a little bit of something dancing around the rim maybe it was some sort of cheeky margarita i don't know what she had going on there but they you left know. and me and my wife looked at each other and then everyone else at the pool we kind of looked at each other and went what the fuck was that you know oh you know what it was jake what was it she was finishing her vacation tiktok oh my god 
Yeah. Look out world. <laughs> what if it was? Oh, that, that would be hilarious. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, like I said, I don't want to slap these people. It was a harmless so. thing, but for fuck's sake, right, Dad? <sighs> That's the that is the world that we are now living in. Uh, we've all seen it too, where you're walking through a park and then there's a lady on the park bench taking selfies of herself with the hands oh, yeah. fully extended above, and then she's looking at them, doing them again, looking oh, yeah. at them, doing them again, and then off the bench and gone. It's like oh. I'll, I'll, I'll see people at shows that will miss four straight songs because they're just trying to get that perfect selfie. Yep. And you'll see what you're saying. It's like, they'll do a bunch and then they'll, they'll, they'll spend half a song looking at their phone through all the pictures they just took. And then right back up to the same exact selfies, a couple more back down, looking at the pictures and yeah, you'll see it. It's 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> no, I have a good friend and that is his Instagram is nothing but live shows and it'll be yeah. like, you know, however, it, it's just every one of his posts is full songs at, he goes to shows 10 times a week. I mean, not for the last two years, but yeah, you get it. And all he does is film songs. And I went to a show with him, blood brothers, Hey, anybody who knows the Blood Brothers, I went and saw them with my buddy Leith. He filmed every every second of the show, Duddy. That's not and, fun. And afterwards, I thought, I'm all, did you even see them play, really, if you're yeah. filming the whole thing? That's insane. Every song he filmed. And I made fun of him. I'm all, Leith, I'm all, put down the phone and enjoy a song with me. And there yeah. he is, phone up, sounds like shit, every post sounds insane. like shit. Oh man, I guess that's another you should be slapped. Start slapping now. Come on. Now we're slapping nah, everybody at the door. We can't do that. <laughs> don't go to a pool just for a photo op and leave. That is a cringy move. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough of this slapping people around. Let's get to some severe and heavy positivity, Duddy. Are we getting into it right now? We're getting right into it. It's scary stuff. Look, everywhere on earth has scary stuff. There's not a city or a country that doesn't have scary shit, right? So, Duddy, tell everyone what you're doing on tour right now. With so, you guys know how it, normally what I do is I just spin the globe and mm -hmm. put my finger down. And wherever my finger lands, I go there. I walk around. I talk to the locals. And I ask them about if they know anything about scary stuff. You know? Any and, local uh, scary any stuff? local scary stuff. Yeah. And... But I'm not spinning the globe right now because I'm traveling around. I'm on tour. So just wherever I go, I walk around and I ask the locals about the local scary stuff. And <laughs> I was just in Baltimore. Uh, the first show of this tour was in Baltimore. So I thought, oh, what better to do than while I'm there than to walk around and talk to the Baltimoreans about scary stuff. So I did that and I found something really scary. And I'm going to tell you about it. So, all right, let's see the, if I can do the this. The Phantom of O'Donnell Heights is Ooh. found in Baltimore, Daddy. The Phantom of O'Donnell Heights. Yeah. Wow. And let me tell you about it, okay? In Baltimore, <clears throat> this happened in... Uh, 1951 for three weeks in East Baltimore, a neighborhood of O'Donnell Heights was said to have been paid an unwelcome visit by a mysterious malevolent entity who would rise at night from his home in the local cemeteries to torment citizens. Residents claimed the ghoul was dressed all in black with a wicked, nasty face. I like that part. He had a wicked, nasty face. Is he from Boston? Yeah, apparently uh, Baltimore. Uh, he was said to have the ability to leap great distances. This is what you're like, Jake. Lending some to speculate that that the infamous Spring-Heeled Jack 
<laughs> apparition of London had made his way to the States. That's right. They think this is the Spring Hill Jack from London. Uh, and during the hysteria, the hysteria, multiple residents claimed to hear the phantom scamper across their rooftops. Dreadful organ music was heard uh, emanate. Oh, I love <laughs> that. Heard, heard from the cemetery. Yeah. Uh, oh, heard from the cemetery chapel after midnight. Sorry. Um, an old lady claimed that the fiend broke into her home. Apparently he didn't do anything. He just broke in. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And several girls reported the phantom. Hi- this is good. Hiding under cars and beckoning them uh, in a, in beckoning them chillingly with words, come closer, my dear. <laughs> a, a patrol was formed of local vigilantes, uh, but they never apprehended the wicked fiend. However, they did claim to chase the phantom deep into the local cemetery where they witnessed him slip into a crypt, never to be seen or heard from again. Wow. So, so once again, Duddy, you found us a local scary monster that literally injured no one apparently no he he if he could fit under cars he can't be too big and i like that so his his big his big crime is he broke into an old lady's house and like you said (laughs) daddy apparently did nothing nothing and he hid Um, under some cars and told chicks come closer my dear yes and then the second that some locals ran after him he just ran away. And hit. He scampered off into the crypt. He scampered off, this, though. scampering across rooftops. <laughs> it's like you know who else does that? Like in Santa Claus and reindeers. <laughs> yeah. Like it's <laughs> yeah. This ghoul was reported to show up every December twenty fifth with bags of gifts. But no, um, <laughs> dude, I, this is my favorite. What was it? Scary music, uh, organ music played from the. Cemetery after yeah. midnight. Just <laughs> that's actually cool. If I was that's a cemetery cool. owner, I would just do that anyway. And what is this? The spring healed Jack. I love that. So some of the people were like, what is that? And they go, Oh, that reminds me of the spring healed Jack from London. He must have bought a boat ticket and sailed here to then spook out people in baltimore what a wild <laughs> theory that one is this is 1951 too like yeah what? yeah yeah that's right ghouls are now traveling internationally to just you know, whatever. <laughs> ah, check out some other cities well he can jump very far so naturally Maybe, you know yeah, wow. so that's that. That's what that's what I found out in Baltimore. So if you're ever in Baltimore, uh, in the East Baltimore, in the neighborhood of O'Donnell Heights, go find the cemetery after midnight. See if you can hear some scary music. And if you do, watch out because uh, there's a ghoul there that will scamper on a rooftop near you. Yeah, but no big deal. Just chase him. Go back yeah, and chase him. He'll hide. He'll uh, hide. Not a yeah. big deal. No. Well, that was that was awesome, Duddy. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for poking around in Baltimore and finding us that epic, scary stuff. But the scariness doesn't end here because we have a listener. And, and here's a little thing to you guys. Um, if you have a personal scary story, listeners, that you'd like Duddy and I to talk about on this show, take an audio, like make an audio recording of your story. Keep it under two minutes 
and send it to feelinggoodwithduddy at gmail. And we will potentially play your story on this show and talk about it. And even if you don't have a personal scary story, but you do know of a local folklore style creature in your hometown, tell us about that. Same rules. Keep it under two Or send us a link to it. If it's a local one too, and just send us a link to it, even we can read about it. Oh yeah. That'll be nice and easy for you. But uh, so we do have a story. This comes um, in from T-Bird, one of our longest listeners, and she is from Florida. And she sends us a story uh, from her childhood. And we're going to go ahead and play the audio right now. And then Duddy and I will discuss after the story's over. Hey, guys, how's it going? So this is a story about my next door neighbor. Uh, she was a super Elvis fan. She had tons of memorabilia. She went to multiple concerts. He even gave her one of his scarves like he used to do. Um, she planted a tree out in her front yard and called it the Elvis tree. And if we got near it, she would beat our ass. She didn't care what kid you were. She'd beat your ass anyway. So on the morning of August 16th, 1977, around seven or eight o'clock, she calls my mom hysterically crying. So me and my mom went on over there and she proceeded to tell us that Elvis had died. And my mom was like, no, Gladys, he's fine. It was just a bad dream. And she she was like, no, he came to me, sat on the edge of my bed and told me that he was going to die, but it was going to be okay. And long story short, my mom finally got her to calm down and we went on home. So later on that day, we were either watching TV or listening to the radio and they announced that Elvis had in fact died. We were in shock. We didn't know what to do. So we just like ran back over there and obviously she was hysterically crying for real this time and she looked at us and she said I told you he was gonna die so I guess you can say that Elvis did come sit on her bed and told her that he was gonna die and that is a true fucking story okay that was actually pretty rad that was like that so one. did I am I hearing this correctly that was it her like her grandma or was that a neighbor? It was, yeah, so it was a neighbor. That. It was an old okay. lady who's the neighbor and she had a tree okay. that she called the Elvis tree or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, if kids would get near the tree, she'd get really pissed off. And so, yeah, one day she's hysterical and T-Bird and her mom go next door to the old lady's house. She tells her she had a horrible dream that Elvis is going to die. And then sure enough, Elvis died that night. Wow. So that's, that's kind of wild. That's a creepy that's one, That's kind of cool. And it's kinda music creepy, related. Cool. I like that. Yeah, nice, nice. So there you go. Well, nice and uh there's a uh, hole in that story though. That's Elvis is still alive, of course, right? Oh, we see him. Pumping we gas. See him. Yeah, he's everywhere. <laughs> Great story. Thank you very much, T Bird, for sending that in. Um I like right, that one Daddy. too. It was nice and quick and straight to the point. Perfectly executed. Nicely done. A great example for the rest. All right. And then yeah, I'm gonna pull up the notes right here, see what we're gonna creep into next. And oh duddy. Oh, no. Are you ready, bud? I'm not. This is going to be Duddy's most hated segment of the summer, Fan Watch. Yes, this is the new segment where Luke and I scour, what, the Wicked Wiley page, the bunker. We're just looking around on Facebook and the internet, and we're seeing what people are saying about the dirty heads. And what we're really looking for is drama. And what we're really looking for is drama that pertain to like shows that are going on because you guys are back on tour people are fired up and we want to see if there's some beefs going down at these concerts <laughs> look there's 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 almost almost 99 percent positivity within the dirty heads fan base and and the reggae rock scene but that doesn't mean that there's not drama to be found and 
And we have found some of it, Duddy, and we just oh, want to know no. what you think about it. So, Luke, can you pop up the, uh, the Amy Interrupter uh, piece of news here? So oh, this what, first, what, what, What's wrong with Amy? No, well, nothing's wrong with Amy. Amy is a sweetheart, by the way. Always been nothing but awesome to me and you, Duddy, and we love her. But, but this is, this is uh, yeah, listen, somebody has a little toot on him. So Christopher Lee posts to the Wicked Wiley page, the uh, the wide range of these sets are fire, and what it is, Duddy, is it's it's a big wide like a big open shot of you guys on stage playing with the whole big new band, and you guys are playing mm-hmm. Rage, the new song that just dropped with you guys, uh, nice. Travis Barker and Amy Interrupter. Now, is it just a photo or is it like a video of it? It's a video, and it's it's a okay. video of the chorus of Rage, which Amy okay. Interrupter sings on the record. But of course, yes. she's not on tour with you guys, so no. So how the Dirty Heads are doing it is you guys, it's like everyone in the band is singing in this chorus, right? Well, we, yeah, because, I mean, she's got such a crazy, strong, powerful voice, you know, yeah. um, that we decided, like, let's all just kind of, like, team, team this vocal for the, for the live show. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so Christopher Lee posted a, the chorus, and you can hear that the whole band is singing it, and it sounds really cool. Um, but then we look into the comment study, and then Eric... Nelson. Eric oh, Nelson no. writes so much better without Amy. I am. <laughs> and here's the deal. What is IMO? I'm f- almost 42. I think that's now. in my opinion. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So wait, can I hear the clip? Is that possible? Is it possible for you to let us hear it, Lou? It's so funny because I'm guessing this is just like a crappy, like cell phone video, it you is. know, and the, it's probably super blown out because the speakers is. are super loud. Right. Yes. And yes, there's five of us up there singing that chorus, but also she sings the chorus. So we wanted, we, we even left her in there a little bit in like the backing track mm-hmm. just so just to add her little flavor in there. So it's like, she's even kind of in that. And you're not really hearing it on like an iPhone recording from the show. Like that's, I think that comment is just like, you just don't like Amy. You just like have something against her because it doesn't sound better without Amy. Trust me. Amy fucking murders that track. She sounds so damn good on that song. And uh, that's just, you know know what? It's an an opinion thing. It's an opinion. You can have your opinion. That's fine. It's one of those things where you're like, why even write? that like it's just like and and you can't even hear it like i guarantee you can't even really hear the vocals going on on an iphone recording so yeah that's just you know what that's one of those where we always say you're never going to please everyone yep you know it is what it is i in my opinion i or or i should say imo Uh uh-huh it's fucking way better with amy (laughs) oh of course she because you know that's the whole thing her voice has grit and like oh it's so good it's like yeah, despair, and that, and that adds a layer, yeah. you know? She yeah. fucking rips. But rips. Uh, here's the other thing is uh, someone liked his post. I just realized someone uh, hearted that. So there's two I, people I, out there. I'd like to think that Amy's the one who liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, though. That's the type of post you make where you know you're about to ruffle feathers. So that's like a troll type of That's thing. a troll post, yeah, I feel like. Troll that's move. just like a let me post something. And it's like, and you know what? Where'd you find this? Well, oh, Wicked this was the Wicked and Wiley I see here. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess 
in their defense, they maybe they're just they're just really big Dirty Head fans, and they would just rather us sing it. So yeah. it is what it is. It's not Do like I, a yes. It's not a super gnarly one, you know. No, it's just no. Like, I'm, like, yeah, like am I mad at this person? No, absolutely not. You're you're welcome to your own opinion. Do I agree with it? I don't. I don't. And our, our goal here is just to make you uncomfortable. Daddy. And I, I am uncomfortable. I'm that. very uncomfortable. Right I can tell by your... <laughs> <laughs> so one more quick one. And this one's just more of a, it's got a question attached to the end. So it's a really long post. So I'm just going to kind of preface it for you, Daddy. Um, Luke, okay. if you could pull it up. So Santiago uh, Dominguez was at one of your shows recently. And again, this is a really long post. Luke will put it oh, up I can in the... See it. Wow, that is very, yeah. very long. If you guys want to see the post, I mean, you could try to find it on the Wicked and Wiley, or you can just watch our video on our YouTube channel, Feeling Good with Duddy, on YouTube this Friday, and you will see it. Apparently, uh, he went oh, he went to the sh- at Webby. I don't know where Webby is, but he was at the show at Webby. I don't know if that's the name of the arena you guys played a couple days ago. And so he, uh, you know, had a ticket to the show, him and his uh, girlfriend or wife, I forget. And they were walking by the VIP section, and they noticed it was open. There was nobody there to check your VIP pass. So he, in my opinion, he cranked in there with his girlfriend or (laughs) wife. And, uh, and he said, and he even says in here, look, it was wrong of me. I didn't have a VIP pass, but Hey man, I'm a, I want to see the band and I want to get close. And so he pops into VIP and he's hanging out there with this lady. And he even says, Duddy, because I know that I'm in a place that I might not supposed to be he's all i i he's all i rolled a bunch of joints and passed them out to everyone around me so he said he circulated oh that's a good dude good dude eight joints he circulated in the vip section now one of the girls and he's this was funny he he goes let's just call her karen i see what you're doing oh no i see where it's going one of the girls that he handed a joint to noticed that he didn't have a vip pass and started grilling him about it it, was she? Did she smoke the joint? She smoked the joint, according to Santiago Dominguez. So how dare you, firstly. Now, here's the kicker. She then goes to the security and tells no. on them. No. So Santiago said that he was able to slide back out of the VIP in the end, and then nobody got busted. It wasn't a big deal. But his question that he wanted to pose was, would you do that to if you're say you're in VIP duddy of a band that you want to see and you notice yeah. that someone in there doesn't have a VIP pass let's say they hand you a joint would you ever tell the authority on these people duddy that's the question to no you. Well, absolutely well, they had, to answer that no um I wouldn't but first off I wouldn't even be looking around if people had VIP passes. Exactly. I wouldn't even care. I would just be like, wow, this guy is having me a joint. Sweet. The band's playing. We're having a great time. This is awesome. I wouldn't be like, where's your pass? Like, you know who's supposed to be doing that? The security guards. Let the security guards deal with that shit. You just have a great time. Now, mm-hmm. if people sneak into the VIP and they're being total drunk idiots and they're, and they're starting to ruin people's time, and you realize, oh, they just snuck in here, and now they're being assholes. That's a different story. Yeah, that's you're like, hey, man, get these people out of here. They're ruining everyone's time, you know. And we're just trying to have a good time, and they're making it hard for us. Yeah, get them out of there. But if a nice couple just kind of cruises in, and and they're off, and they're just watching the show, and they're hand, fucking let it be. Now you're wasting your own time, and you're not enjoying the show because you're running around looking for security guards. That's not your job. Your job is to have a good time and enjoy the show. And it seemed yeah. like. This couple that snuck in was helping everybody uh, 
enjoy the show a little more passing out joints. So no, <laughs> yeah. to answer your question, sorry, that was a long reply, but to answer your question, absolutely not. I would not go running around looking for fucking security guards. I knew that was going to be your answer. And honestly, yeah. that it wasn't too long winded. Everything you said okay. was, was great. It was perfect. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's how almost everyone on earth, except for that girl would, would feel at that show. I mean, yeah. come on. we're that all sucks. friends here. I've said it before, man, if you're a dirty head fan, it's yeah. the type of band where if you're in the mall or wherever and you see another person with a dirty head shirt, you kind of instantly know that, ah, oh, we could probably be friends. Like we're we could probably sit down and, you know, have a beer together and it'd be all good, you know? <laughs> yes. So let's, let's do that. Let's just, and especially if that person throws a joint at you from across the mall, then you're like, yeah, yeah. VIP in my life every day. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So that's so. weird that some people feel the need to just like authoritize themselves, you know, you're like, you're not, you're just wasting your own time. Man. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. <laughs> there it is, um, buddy. Well, you know Fan what? That watch. was cool. I did not like that. Uh, I don't like that new segment. It makes me uncomfortable. But I do like hearing music. And I want to hear the HP Surround Sound song. Oh, good segue. Because I had already forgot that we were going to do that. So thank you for remembering that. So, yeah, yeah this, is, this is the song called Breakdown. I mean, shit, this is literally the first time that I'd ever, that any of us have played together in seven years and we gave it a run through and here it is guys, Breakdown.
yeah, that was awesome. I love that. That was fun. That was a lot. Dude, God, it was it's so, so crazy. Much fun. Like hearing you guys, it brings, it's just wild. It brings yeah. back so many memories. Yeah. And we're, <laughs> well, we're going to get together more. And, and every time we get together, we'll, we'll do something like that and we'll bring it to the show for sure. Nice. I love it. And uh, that made me feel good. And you know what else makes me feel good? Our sponsors. So we're going to drop into a quick sponsor read here. And then after that, we are going to do some Q&A questions from our Patreon members. Again, if you're listening, enjoying the show and you want all sorts of more fun stuff, uh, go on the patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy and you can sign up there and it, uh, it really helps out the show and you get lots of fun stuff. So uh, quick, Q, uh, quick uh, sponsor read and then we'll jump into that Q&A. All right, here we go. First and foremost, Koi CBD. We love this product. We love this company. They've been with us since day one. I use it every day. You've heard me talk about it. I take the drops in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. I love the way it makes me feel. I get aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers all the time from just playing guitar a lot, playing sports. I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers, but I've noticed it happens a lot less since I've been on a steady diet of Koi CBD. And um, even though it happens less, it still does happen sometimes and when it does they have so many amazing rubs and creams that you know you can just put on it's one of those things where you rub it on you don't think about it 20 minutes later you're just like wow it doesn't really hurt anymore it's awesome and it's much healthier for you than over-the-counter pills so if you are out there you got a bunch of aches and pains and you're looking for a healthier way to get rid of them give cbd a try give koi cbd a try it is the best and if you go to koicbd.com and you put in code feel good at checkout you will get 15 percent off your first order that's right also, plug-ins keychains, awesome product, guys. They have a product called the Jack Rack. What this is, this is like a, a replica to a guitar amp head. They have Fender, they have Marshall. They look amazing. They're not big and bulky. You hang it up on your wall, and it comes with four keychains and has four quarter-inch cable input. So you put your keys on it. You got a little quarter-inch cable keychain now on your keys. When you get home, you just plug it right into your amp, and when you're gonna go anywhere, you know exactly where it's at. It's on your Jack Rack. That's on your wall that you got from pluginskeychains.com and that is with a z and it is plural that is p-l-u-g-i-n-z keychains.com pick up a jack rack put in code duddy b at checkout and you will get 20 percent off of every order for the rest of your life jake you heard it here people questions ask us any question you want And you guys know how it goes. <laughs> Every time we get to the q and I'm like, I'm in a rush. Uh, this time, my phone just might die. <laughs> yeah. I, you know if what? If I'm gone all of a sudden, the phone died. Let's just say that. If this show stops out of nowhere, you guys know what happened. Duddy's phone died. But hey, maybe we'll get through all the questions with uh, Duddy's uh, 4% that he's working with over there on his phone. Yeah. All right. We're going to start this one with Cindy. And she says, Duddy, years ago in an interview, you and Jared said you will never cut your hair even when you have a horseshoe. <laughs> have yeah. you guys ever had the urge to cut it or does that still ring true for you guys? You know what? It's funny. Um, I'm not going to cut it anytime soon. Um, but I do think sometimes now, like, it would probably be so nice to just shave it all off and just have a nice buzz cut and not because I, before I had really long hair, like in, in, uh, I started growing it out like my senior year in high school, I think maybe junior year ish. I don't remember exactly. Maybe senior. Uh, but all before that, 
I had like a buzz cut pretty much. I always had really short hair. And uh, I remember like that feeling of a fresh buzz cut and you're like skating down the street and like the wind hitting your scalp. I haven't felt <laughs> that in a long time. I haven't felt that in a long time. <laughs> All right, here's Crying Uthe. <laughs> he says, any new rituals you started for this tour? Any rituals you do before tour starts or in certain cities you go to? Um, good question. Um, I, we are doing something, you know what we're doing on this tour? It's only been, this is the fourth day, um, on the tour, but so far the first three days, we're all trying to do 100 pushups a day, every nice. one of us. And I did, uh, I did a hundred the first day. I only got like 80 in the second day. And, Cause I didn't want to like, I was feeling it. I was feeling, you know, a little sore. Uh, and, uh, and then yesterday I, I I, I got about 85 in, I think. And I was like, I am sore. <laughs> I am sore. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> How would that be if you could like barely play guitar? Like you can't use your arms. Now. Like, yeah. what happened to <laughs> he did a uh, equivalent of 173 pushups over the last few years. Yeah, he's he's yeah. injured. Yeah. Oh my but God. I've already done 30 today. Hey, so I've got boy. 70 more. I've got 70 more to go. You know, my rule, Duddy. That's 30 more push-ups you added to your life total. That's, That's the right. best way to look at it. So yeah. Everyone listening, if you're trying to start doing push-ups, don't worry about a huge number. Duddy has to because it's a band agreement. But yeah. if you're out there and you want to start, just know that every push-up you do, you're adding that to the life total. It makes it easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone's in on this, even our, our new horn guys. If you've nice. seen them, they're both really tall guys, but Ruben... Uh, He's the one that has the super long dreads. I mean, he's like six, seven, and he's just a big guy. He's a really big dude. Dude, he's dropping down and doing the push-ups. He's hitting them out, man, and it's, it's awesome. Everyone's getting into it. It's nice. boy. Ruben's yeah. been on the show. Fucking great yeah. guy. Yep. All right, we got uh, Patrick Lynch. Ooh, this is his second question. I answered, oh, he even says it, because I answered one of his for the Patreon. So second question, last question. That's my boy. He knows, he knows. the rules. I know the rules. Oh, he oh even says he's even saying it. Okay. <laughs> uh, when it's days like today with storms or rain, what do y'all do to stay busy? Oh, um, so he's probably talking about yesterday. Um, I did a podcast yesterday in the bus. We did the, we did the Patreon show. Um, I, I'll sit and like just kind of play guitar, you know, and then do what everyone else does when trying to kill time. I'll just pull my phone out and judge all of you people. <laughs> oh smooday coming in with a good question next smooday says please rank your top three favorite jcbb movies and that's john claude van damme for those of you who don't know who i mean Bloodsport is definitely my favorite i love Bloodsport, and i would say my second favorite is lionheart yes I loved Lionheart. I, yeah, I mean, and you're right on. Lionheart and Bloodsport are, are, that's one and two. I think it's, I wasn't even a question. Down. Yeah. Then it's this My, third one. Where do you come in, Duddy? This I'm, is where it gets tough. I'm, I'm leaning double impact right now. Dude, I'm not kidding you. I was, I was like, I was like, is it double impact or, um, there's hard or, target, or, kick, or no, or kickboxer. Oh shit! Remember I, when they like dip yeah, their hands in the dip. in the glue and the and the and the glass? So I'm in I'm in a, like a hard thing between double impact and kickboxer. Yeah, man. And uh, 
double see double impact has you know cooler looking fight scenes and i like yeah. there's two jean-claude van damme yeah and you get that really funny scene where the where there's the brother who's got the hot girlfriend right that's the the in, mean, in, the asshole yes, brother the mean the one, the asshole the leather jacket guy and then there's a there's a scene where he's separated from the nice Jean-Claude Van Damme and, and that nice Jean-Claude Van Damme is with the mean guy's hot girlfriend. And remember the mean guy's like jealous and he's, yeah. he's like drunk. And so that's a funny Jean-Claude Van Damme that scene. Is. But, but Kickboxer has Dude. drunken Van Damme dancing in the bar. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm going right up. It's, it's Kickboxer. Is it? It's the, the dance scene is exactly, I was going to say that. It's he's, his, his wheelchair brother that who, oh. who got, his back, his back broke by this dude. He's got to go uh, defend his wheelchaired brother. He's mm-hmm. got the drunken dance scene, and then he's got the legendary scene when he when he's just kicking the bamboo tree until oh, his yes. leg is all fucked up. And then uh, also the splits scene when they tie his legs to the trees and it until like yeah. So legendary and- scenes in Kickboxer. It's settled. I mean, I'm not sure there is a Van Damme movie that doesn't have a splits scene. Oh, you know? no. And you see his butt in every movie as well. You see his butt. And here's my, I have one more thing that Double Impact does get bonus points for boobs. There are mm-hmm. naked boobs mm-hmm. in Double Impact. And as that's a true. young Jake B, that's a big <laughs> deal, dude. That's a big, that's a big, big deal. deal. Um, wow. And then Lionheart, is, is, that, is there anything better when that dude finds him? And he's like, what's your name, son? Leon, he's all no, no, yeah. Leon, Leon, Lion, Lionheart, I love it, dude. Yeah, great movies, man. Good great stuff. Great question. Yeah, good question. Um, the shroomstress. Oh no, what does she have to say this time? Kimmy wants to know what color of underwear are you wearing? Oh, you man. sick bastard! The shroomstress wants to know this for herself, and she's trying to get Kimmy in trouble again. Yeah, everyone knows I wear clear. Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Clear underwear. Yeah. He's got a little goldfish swimming around. And he wears water it's not underwear. Little. It's not little, bro. Uh, yeah. All right. Scroll me down, bro. Scroll me down, Luke. Yes. Daddy has water-filled clear underwear with a goldfish. You know how, like, a uh, hooker, like, strippers will have the pumps with a goldfish in it? That's Daddy's <laughs> underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Sheila says, is there a way of telling who plays first between you and Sublime with Rome on tour? Also, can you please join Sublime with Rome in Spokane uh, on September 19th? Well, unfortunately, that's probably out of my hand, joining that show September 19th. Are we not with them? I thought we were touring with them around that time. Um, yeah, you guys are going to be in Bend, Oregon, and that's all. That might be like a every now and then during tours, you break off and do like a separate show for some reason. That might be one of those. Yeah. Uh, and and the way that we tell who goes on first or last, um, I it's pretty much like uh, on the last time we played that city, who sold more tickets? I believe is what they're doing. And with us in Sublime, it's pretty damn close every night, you know. And uh, so, yeah, it just it is what it is, and. We're all, but we're both playing the same amount of time. Our sets are the same length, so you're getting a, you're going to get just as much from each band either night anyway. So it's a good time. Uh, Andrew Smith says, "With Orlando vacation coming up, what is your wildest experience slash memory in Florida?" P.S. Can't wait to watch you guys rock the stage. 
Oh man, I don't know. I got. He said, "What's your wildest thing that happened in Florida?" Yeah, that's what he, that's what he said, right? I would say yeah. the creature from another planet landing on your back, which we've oh, told yeah, the story I've about fifty that. times, yeah. but but it, it's still crazy, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. So quick one of that uh, we were in Florida. We were playing three eleven day in Florida, and it's an outdoor venue. It was daytime. It was super hot. And I'm looking out at the crowd and it's like, it's crazy, man. Sometimes you play the, and we, this place is like in the middle of the woods, right next to the swamp. Like it was just bug heaven. Saint and uh, Augustine, Florida. I believe that's where it it's was. St. Yeah. Augustine. Yeah. And uh, I'm, as I'm playing, I'm looking over the crowd and it, there's a thick, like two foot, like just thick for two feet over the heads of the crowds, it's just bugs. You can see it. And they're just eating the crowd. You can just tell what's happening. It's all bugs. And they're just floating around eating people. And I'm looking at it going, oh, my God, this is crazy. There's so many bugs here. And as I'm saying that into my head, something lands on my back. And it feels like it's like the size of a fucking bird, right? It lands on my back. <laughs> and it starts to crawl up my neck. And if you know me or you've seen me, I have very long hair. And it's like long curly hair. So things get stuck in my fucking hair like bugs. And it so terrifies me. And this thing starts to go up like under my hair. And I can now feel these like claw-ish hands on my bare neck. And he's like walking up. And I'm like, I'm mid-song. I'm playing guitar. And like, I think I maybe was even like, oh, there went Duddy. (laughs) Oh, my God. To everybody, if we're still recording this, Luke, Duddy B has just fall his his phone died so luke keep recording if you can keep recording me i'll finish the story duddy looks over side stage to see christian his tour manager at the time and cheese you all know cheese the manager of the dirty heads and they have their eyes as big as saucers they are scared to death of the creature that is on duddy's back and um I kind of forget how the story relieves itself. I forget if they come over and swing at it or if Duddy, I forget. I'm sorry. We'll have Duddy patch that up. But anyway, huge creature crawling on Duddy's back, up his neck, mid-show, panic, panic among, among the stage members, and crazy shit, okay? So sorry the show ended abruptly, guys. Duddy is on tour. He's in a hotel room, and his phone obviously died. He just, he just went away. So... uh I'll try to close it out. I have a story from that same exact show in Florida when my band HP Surround Sound was was there. Uh, We were opening up. And after that show, I was at the merch booth and I saw a guy punch another guy right in front of my merch booth. And the guy that got punched, he was out. He got knocked out for a second. He fell down. His girlfriend starts screaming and yelling. The dude who punched him you know, is looking around uh, frantically and the security guards, you see three of them just sprinting in, converging on the guy that punched the other guy. So the puncher is running away from the security guards. And like Duddy said, it was a swamp around this venue. I'm talking tall, thick grass, way taller than any, like eight foot tall, thick, like swamp, bayou, forest lining this venue. And I'll never forget the guy who was being chased. These three security guards are gaining on him. And this guy makes a hot decision. They are running down a narrow corridor that is lined by the jungle on both sides, right? This guy makes a choice. He goes, I'm either going to get caught by these security guards, or I will hook a left and go straight into the jungle. And he chose the jungle. This man turned to the left and just said, wham, 
right into the trees. Now, these are the types of trees where you can't see one inch into this foresty jungle. It was almost like the jungle ate him alive. He ran into the bushes and the bushes just closed right around his back. And all three security guards immediately pulled up and stopped and just put their hands up like, well, have fun, dude. I am not chasing him in there. So I don't know how far this guy went in. I don't know if he was eaten by Florida, but that all happened at St. Augustine. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I really am sorry that Duddy uh, fell off there. Great questions today. And there are more questions. Duddy and I will we'll answer them. We'll answer them tomorrow or later today when Duddy's phone uh, gets back in order and we will post them to Patreon. Okay, patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. Thanks, everybody. Sorry about the sound and all the little technical difficulties, but it's our first show when Duddy's on tour and we will make improvements from here. You're all the best. We love you. Have a great one. Peace.